0: you're a professional pivoter. (laughs) You take those comments and you know how to make them pivot. And just so that people can also hear this, since you've been doing this strategy, talk to us about what that has changed for you, for your LinkedIn followers, and also for building your network. If you had to put Your comment around that question, what would you say?
1: Well, here's what my comment would be if it was a post. It's helped me be much more confident when it comes to how I speak and how I talk. It's opened up opportunities. Like, for example, this podcast. Not many people know this is actually the first time in my life actually speaking on a podcast. And I am excited to be here. And I want to thank you for the opportunity. And third it's having other people not only follow my lead but also look to me as an example of a leader someone that who was shy in may 2020 trying to find his way to now being someone who was a leader who was confident and comfortable in sharing his process and helping people raise their standards of how a value driven commenting master should be
2: the idea of job security is outdated as a landline If you haven't been in a search for a while, it's probable you will at some point, by choice or not. Most executives admit to staying way too long or sense what's coming and justify staying anyway. Here, there's another reason. The faulty belief that navigating to what's next will inevitably be worse and has to suck. Screw that. Lauren Greif has spent a lifetime in corporate and executive search, calling bullshit on stale career advice that most still use. This is Career Blast in a Half, the career podcast for executives ready to cut past outdated career advice to fuel your outcomes now. So let's go.
0: Hello, hello, hello. And I'm going to tell you to do something I am not doing. So when you're feeling kind of crappy, feeling sick, don't go to work. Don't do what I'm doing right now. So if I sound kind of raspy, it's because I'm not all there, but I'm doing this anyway, primarily because I have such a great guest and I didn't really want to cancel. So that is my excuse and I'm going with it. Today we have the king. I mean, I refer to him as the king. Many other people refer to him as the king as well. And you probably know who I'm talking about. It's the king of commenting, Craig Davis. Craig, I am so happy to have you here because you have cracked a nut, many nuts, in fact, that I know is going to be so useful and powerful and effective for not just people who are on LinkedIn, but specifically our audience of executives as they are in their career and job search. So, please introduce yourself and let us know how it is that you became the king.
1: Certainly. My name is Craig Davis and I'm someone who writes really good comments on LinkedIn. And to introduce myself on how I got started is it was during May 2020 during the pandemic and I wanted to be active on LinkedIn. So what I wanted to do is be able to stand out. I learned regarding for commenting that I'm very shy, I'm very introverted. And it was hard standing out back then because it's the pandemic, you have to put yourself out there. I didn't even know of any guides or any way of being able to learn how to comment from other people. I learned by trial by error, sharing the mistakes, sharing my journey. And just seeing how I could be able to stand out. And it was from Austin Belzac, who is the person who invented value-driven comments. I was able to get his attention just by leaving comments on his posts. And getting the attention of him got the attention of other people. And three years later, I'm where I'm at right now because of the comments I left and the people who are supportive.
0: So I wanna talk about what you tipped us off to earlier. You said you're an introvert and you are looking to also make sure that you were getting some attention seen as an expert, thought leadership on LinkedIn. And so for those of us who are introverts, Can you just explain why comments are the greatest workaround if you are looking to provide value but don't necessarily want to put yourself out there?
1: Certainly. And I'm glad you brought that up about comments being a workaround because so many people today are shy. They don't want to put themselves out there and it can be a scary thing. So, what i've learned when it comes to being introverted with comments is that it's a way for you to help communicate your thoughts, your lessons, your experiences, and it's low risk. All you have to do is share the words with the world, share your point of view, share what you've learned, and be of help of someone. Your words can make a difference.
0: So we're going to get into what a value driven Comment is what, what qualifies as that? Because many people, and myself included, you know, sometimes I think my comments are pretty good, and sometimes they're, they're not as powerful or value driven. And so when you say it's a little scary to put yourself out there on LinkedIn with content, can you share why, why that is? Why do people fear? putting themselves out there, taking a stand, owning their thought leadership when they know <laughs> it's actually good for them?
1: Certainly. The reason why is because a lot of people are afraid of being judged. They're afraid that if they, leave some, if they don't leave something perfect, that they're just going to be judged for life. And oftentimes, people have this fear that If they put themselves out there, now they have to keep doing it for the rest of their life. And it's something that could hurt, it could hurt their self perception of who they are. So Mm. it's a fear that people have. And comments are one way to lower the shield, lower the barrier to be able to put yourself out
0: there. Right. Because, correct me, please. Has anybody ever said, oh, that's such a dumb comment? Or that's something that is, you know, that is not valuable. I haven't had that before, to be honest with you. Right. So I think that the point is, when you are putting yourself out there from a content standpoint, as you've prefaced, right, there's a lot more risk. You're taking a bigger stand. The comments are a more acceptable, also, correct me if I'm wrong again, but aren't people just happy that you did comment, right? So it's like if you go to a party and you show up, they're not judging you about what you're wearing. They're just happy that you did show up.
1: (laughs) Right. Yes, people are happy to hear hear you say something, for you to say something that many people have the same thoughts or weren't able to put themselves out there. So when you comment, you show courage, courage Mm. in yourself, confidence in yourself, and also the competence to know that you do have something of value to share with people. It's just a matter of taking the first step.
0: Yeah. I'm going to also partner that. It's, it's confidence, but it's also care because if you comment on somebody's, post, it could take you a couple minutes. And that is clearly a a, a, a signal that says, I'm going to weigh in. I'm going to care. I'm going to show how I care. Thank you, Craig. Amazing point, Austin. Incredible reframe, Melissa. So those are a way of keeping your thought leadership at a positive and or low risk point of entry. Because at this point, most people, they know when you've commented. Unless you're somebody with thousands and thousands of comments a day, which that's happened and that's not to me, but that's happened. I know for you, I I understand one of your biggest posts was about 455 comments. And so that's a whole nother Ball of wax, but when you see those comments coming in, you start to recognize those names. And I'm going to ask you how that strategy enabled you to become the king. Well, it helped me to
1: be who the person I am right now is because of reading the posts, making sure that I add any thoughts or insights or personal experiences that can be able to help. And then lastly, Making sure to tag the person. Thanking them for taking the time to post. Thank you for taking the time to create the post. And when you do that with big creators, top creators, thought leaders, top voices, people now expect your comments. It's like you're welcoming Mm -hmm. yourself to their home and you don't need to introduce yourself. They introduce you.
0: Mm. Okay, now we're really getting someplace. So what you're saying is, now that, now that they know that you're coming to visit, they're going to hold the door open for you. Is that correct? That's correct. And then what you said is that now they want to introduce you. Say more about that. Who has been introducing you by virtue of your comments?
1: There's been many people. So I'm going to actually go to about three people. Yasmin Alik, who is a copywriter and also one of the top commenters on LinkedIn. He's introduced me to several people. Austin Belsack, of course, he has to be center stage because he's the one that introduced me to so many people. And I'm going to go for a third, which would be Richard Vanderblom, which you've actually had a guest on on your show. And he's also someone that also opened the door and recognized me to other people. So those top three people, those are the ones that, that really opened the door to many new people and I'm looking forward to me more.
0: Mm. So, we're going to turn this on its head for somebody who is in the marketplace, right? And somebody who is looking to build relationships, not just to be introduced because they're in it for themselves, but to be able to use that same strategy. Now, If you know Austin, if you know Yasmin, and if you know Richard, you know that they have a huge footprint on LinkedIn. But what happens for somebody and how might this strategy work for somebody who isn't necessarily going to follow a content creator? Because all of those, I would argue, are heavy content creators. How might this work if this is for a hiring manager or somebody at the company? How could this be an effective process? There is a way to
1: be effective, even if you're not um, any of the people, or if you're only a hiring manager. You can find topics that you're interested in, a specialty in a subject. For example, if you're someone that is great at hiring, you can look for posts that are hiring, or you could find hashtags which has hiring in it. You can look for a post that catches your eye and attention, and you can leave your thoughts and experiences on those. You can be consistent, but also be patient with yourself, because it takes time for you to actually get better at commenting, and it's going to ask for a higher level the more you do it.
0: Mm. Okay. So put this into real time if you don't mind, Craig. So pretend I am a hiring manager and uh, or I am somebody that works at a company that is on your ideal target list. What should I do? If I am creating regular content, and then conversely, what if I am not?
1: If you're not creating content, if you're not making posts, you can get on the radar of a hiring manager by going to either their posts or you can also go onto their company posts. And then you can also leave your thoughts when it comes to adding value to expand on the post. When you do this and you do this well, you'll catch the attention of a hiring manager or someone who works at the company. And I can speak from experience because I did this for going for a company post and one of the CEOs asked to connect with me.
0: Mm. So another workaround because I hear a lot of people saying, well, you know, nobody at that company is posting and what you're saying is that's okay, right? It doesn't have to be literal in terms of how this strategy can be effective go to the company post now i want to crack open the second piece which is it takes time and be patient with yourself because i'm sure and myself included you know we've tried this a couple of times and then we're like well this doesn't work so what i would really love to hear from you is what is the runway what do we think it will take and how do we go about this specifically with your 955 strategy
1: well, to set the runway forward, you have to not only be patient with yourself, but be patient with your progress. It's not going to be overnight that you'll be successful. It's going to take time. It's going to take weeks. It's going to take months just for people to actually know who you are and how consistent you are with your comments. So my advice would be continue to comment, continue to leave a be a present. And in the presence of the people who make the post because they're going to see you being consistent and then they're going to actually end up either wanting to follow you or even want to connect with you or even give you a shout out. So mm. That's the key is to continue to put in the work, continue to comment with value and make sure that you're a valuable present that people would love to be able to open, which would be your comments.
0: So Put some parameters around this, Craig, just so that people can, can hear this. So we heard you say it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a matter of days. Is 90 days a good benchmark? Is that too long? Do, are you going to see any progress with consistency after 60 days? Will you start to see the fruits of your labor?
1: Yes. I would say 60 to 90 days would be a good number, a good benchmark. Sometimes it could, for people it could be quicker than that. Sometimes it can be a little longer than that. But I would say 60 to 90 days is when you should be able to see the results. The more you put in, the more you get out.
0: Mm. So when you say more, is that more comments or is it more people or is it what is more qualifying?
1: More would be qualifying as the more people, the more mm-hmm. people's posts that you comment on, the more visibility that you get, which will lead to more people visiting your profile, your LinkedIn mm-hmm. profile.
0: Okay, this is great. I appreciate so much the, the clarification because what's second nature to, to you because you're the expert may not necessarily be intuitive to all of us. Now what I would love to do Is have you share your coin strategy? So, one of the most amazing things on your LinkedIn profile, and of course, we will include that in the show notes, and I'm sure that you'll get a lot more followers, is that you have a strategy called 955. So, can you please detail for us what this is and why this can be a winner, winner, chicken dinner, like amazing? strategy, especially for people that are not necessarily all gung-ho on writing content themselves. And how might this work specifically now during the holidays? So opening it up to you, Craig, on the 95.5.
1: Certainly. And I'm glad you brought up the 95.5 because this is something that's really helped me and is really going to help you and everyone who is listening So regarding for the 95-5 strategy, here's how it works. My activity on LinkedIn is 95%, which means I focus on comments 95% of the time. So what I do is that every day I leave comments on posts to be able to add value and also gain visibility to my profile. What you can also do is that you can take some of the comments and you can make them into posts. And that represents the 5% portion of the 95-5 strategy. You can okay. use... Po-
0: I'm going to break this. I'm going to ask you to break this down. When you say that you leave comments, from everything that I understand, you're not talking about a stray one or two. I just want to put a pin in this because there's actually a threshold that you that you subscribe to for yourself and I'm going to also suggest that since this is so successful that you guys mirror this. So talk to us about about how many comments you are leaving a day on other people's posts.
1: On people's posts, I will leave around 50 to about 75 comments
0: in one day. Correct. Okay. I hope you guys are writing this down. It's not five. It's not seven. He is talking about 50 to 70 unique comments on unique posts. So he's not dumbing it down and going, great post and cutting and pasting. Great post, cutting and pasting. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. And so... When you are doing that, what is going through your head? What, what are you thinking to yourself about how you can make it value additive? Because again, if you're using these throwaway comments, it's not the strategy that you're talking about. So how do you know where the value is?
1: I know where the value is in the comments when I start reading the post and then creating comments that matches the, what the reader would expect, as well as creating conversations from the post. Mm-hmm. So, that, so this way, once I know it lands and I get a response from the author, other people will chime in with their thoughts. Some will compliment, some will add to the comments, some will give praise to even the author and even myself for my comments. Mm-hmm. So you, the goal is to create conversation with the, your comments, not just for the author, but for everyone who's reading the comments. Mm
0: -hmm. So sometimes you're mirroring back the takeaways, and sometimes you're then taking that information and springboarding.
1: Yes, it's giving it a different point of view, a different dimension or another side of the post that was never expanded on or explained. Mm -hmm. And that helps you stand out when you do it. Mm -hmm. And that helps you stand
0: out when you do it. Exactly. So you're, you're a professional pivoter. <laughs> you, you take those comments and you know how to make them pivot. And just so that people can also hear this, since you've been doing this strategy, talk to us about what that has changed for you, for your LinkedIn followers, and also for building your network. If you had to put Your comment around that question, what would you say?
1: Well, here's what my comment would be if it was a post. It's helped me be much more confident when it comes to how I speak and how I talk. It's opened up opportunities. Like, for example, this podcast. Not many people know this is actually the first time in my life actually speaking on a podcast, and I am excited to be here, and I want to thank you for the opportunity. And third, it's having other people not only follow my lead, but also look to me as an example of a leader. Someone that who was shy in May twenty twenty, trying to find his way to now being someone who was a leader who was confident and comfortable in sharing his process and helping people raise their standards of how a value driven commenting master should be. Mm
0: i'm I'm smiling from ear to ear because I feel so honored that I got to I got to be your first uh, your first podcast. You totally are, I'm hoping, going to be on the circuit very soon, because your comments and your strategies are so valuable, especially for people who are not only in their job search, but the double whammy, where they are hesitant. They're in their job search but they are afraid and that's a lot of people that I speak to and it's understandable you may not be feeling at the top of your game if you've just recently been let go or if you are working through some of your own personal issues especially around ageism exactly so you're you're a professional pivoter <laughs> you, you take those comments and you know how to make them pivot and just so that people can also hear this Since you've been doing this strategy, talk to us about what that has changed for you, for your LinkedIn followers, and also for building your network. If you had to put your comment around that question, what would you say?
1: Well, here's what my comment would be if it was a post. It's helped me... Be much more confident when it comes to how I speak and how I talk. It's open up opportunities. Like, for example, this podcast. Not many people know this is actually the first time in my life actually speaking on a podcast. And I am excited to be here. And I want to thank you for the opportunity. And third, it's having other people not only follow my lead, but also look to me as an example of a leader. Someone that who was shy in May 2020, trying to find his way. To now being someone who was a leader, who was confident and comfortable, and sharing his process and helping people raise their standards of how a value-driven commenting master should be,
0: mm. I'm I'm smiling from ear to ear because I feel so honored that I got to I got to be your first uh, your first podcast. You totally are. I'm hoping going to be on the circuit very soon because you're comments and your strategies are so valuable, especially for people who are not only in their job search, but the double whammy where they are hesitant. They're in their job search, but they are afraid. And that's a lot of people that I speak to. And it's understandable. You may not be feeling at the top of your game if you've just recently been let go or if you are working through some of your own personal issues, especially around ageism. So this is like the open road right now. You have free and clear opportunity to build your commenting game using this strategy and the next one that we're going to talk about. So now that we understand that 95.5 is representative of 95% of your time, you're putting together anywhere between 50 to 70 comments a day. And I understand also that that other five percent is when you are actually either repurposing some of those comments for your own content or just writing new content. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay, perfect. So in this in this time that you've been gaining, I mean, the last time I saw this, you, you grew to close to 16,000 followers just from this strategy alone. And I know that even though the followers aren't necessarily always deep connections, it is starting to build that social proof. Now, the further question or the 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 double whammy or the you know bullseye to this is how do you write to be considered in the top 1% of comments? And what does that actually mean and change? for your profile?
1: It's a great question, and I'm glad you brought that up because, coincidentally, I made a post today about becoming the top 1% of commenting. So here's my process. When it comes to being the top 1%, most people don't read the post, and this is something that immediately disqualifies them from being the top 1%. To be in the top 1%, you want to make sure that your comment speaks to the reader and also expands and helps the author out on their posts Mm. the key is to be able to leave comments that are so well that people cannot wait to see what your posts look like Mm. and you want to create conversations with your comments to make sure that you be a resource to the authors Mm. when you become a resource to the author and also reply to the people in the posts who leave comments now you're helping the author out, you're helping the authors network out, and you're also helping your network out. You're helping so many people and you become that top 1% that people see and they view when you continue to, when you comment with value and with care. This is
0: like like breakthrough. I don't know if anybody could hear a lightning bolt through through the speakers, but that's exactly what's about to happen. because. What does it mean for the algorithm for you to be in that top 1% of comments? How does that change your profile and or other areas of your, of your LinkedIn you know, presence? It changes
1: things because now people could see who you are and people can code to your profile. For example, my bio explains how in the start that I was a janitor working in hospitality, Being humble and being able to learn what hospitality is about, which is going above and beyond. And that's the same thing that relates to my comments. It's about going above and beyond what an average comment would be. Mm. And to be in that top 1%, you can't do what everyone else does. You have to stand out. You have to share your experiences. You want to be relatable so that people can relate to you. And that creates conversations.
0: It does create conversation. And I also understand from a even more statistical standpoint that what this does is it prioritizes your comments. So because you are you're basically feeding that engine, because you have such good comments, you are rewarded by being seen at the top of those comment cues, which means that your value is also both literally and valuatively. Increasing by virtue of you doing that. So, when you go to a big influencer, in this case, Yasmin or Richard, and you see that your comment is first, what does that say? Oh my goodness, there's Craig again. There's Craig again. You know, he knows what he's talking about and he is aligning with those other thought leaders. So, naturally, he is now in that same circle of people who are, are also considered to be of high value. So there's a lot of halo effect or rub off that comes from that. What I would love you to do is to just walk us through very quickly how you do this on a one, two, three basis. Because I understand that one of the first things that you do to make this more scalable is to create a bookmark folder. So walk us through your process. Certainly. For
1: a bookmark folder, you can use Google Chrome or a browser that you like to use. What I do, what you can do, is that you can go to the profile of a post that you like, you click on their profile, you go under all activity, you go on their posts, and what you do is that you create a bookmark. You create a folder, you add a page of their recent posts, and you create that link. So that way, when you open the folder, you can instantly go to the recent post of a person that you clicked on. And that makes it easy for you to catch their post and be able to comment with value the moment they post.
0: Right. So in that folder, you have your curated list of the people that you're going to give that love to on a regular basis. So you have, you know, all the people that you just mentioned. And then when are you notified through the bell? Is that how you know when, they, when their posts go up?
1: Not all the time. Some mm. of the times I can be able to remember by instinct exactly what time they post so that I can get there as quick as possible. Sometimes the bell will let me know. Sometimes even when I go on the feed, when you click, when, it's say, when you see top and recent, you can click on recent. Sometimes the post will be there immediately as well. So mm. those are three different ways. In, in order to catch someone the moment they post, either with the bookmark folder, the notification mm-hmm. bell, or on the feed when you click on recent.
0: Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. That's perfect. And then I understand that now you have them all in your folder. You have a one-click access to get into their latest post. And then also give me the play by play of what to do because what I understand is the first thing is to be early is better. Be early on commenting. Is that true?
1: Yes, that is correct. That is true. To be
0: early. And that means so if you know that they are posting around 9 30, 10, show up when they when they put that post up, right? Correct. Then from everything that I understand, you're not just responding to the person who created the comment content and commenting, you're also giving some love to some other people on that post. And what are you doing there?
1: What I'm doing is creating conversations, but also building relationships. Mm. When, you, when you reply to the people who have also left a comment, they're going to appreciate them being noticed because the author is not going to have enough time to be able to go to every single comment. Mm. So when you reply to their comments and you show value, you show the love and the care, now you're you're doing the job for the author. You're helping the author out. And the people that you reply to, they're going to appreciate you because you took the time to be able to reply to their comment in which that most people may have missed or may have never commented to at all. Mm.
0: This is really, this is more than gold. This is platinum. You're, you're actually creating like a three-way win. You're giving love to the people that are in in the queue. You're taking some of the pressure off of the actual poster who, you know, is, is probably going to have to respond to this huge queue of people who are, you know, sharing all this. And you're also building your own personal brand in the process. What about reposting? Should I repost? Should I share? Like, how does that fold into your strategy?
1: It's a good question. And it's something that I've been doing a bit with two people. And I would love to do more of it. There's a difference between reposting and then reposting with your thoughts. Mm. When you do a regular repost, it just adds the copy of the post over to your feed. You won't start over from your own post. Putting someone else's post out there. For example, if I were to repost your post, now your post is going to be on my feed. And if anybody from my network sees your post and they can comment on it, this helps you because now you'll be getting more comments. Mm -hmm. Now, for the second part, reposting with your thoughts. If I were to repost your post with my thoughts, now it's a brand new post for me. I'm starting over from scratch, and Mm -hmm. that I'm adding my thoughts to your post. This helps you because now there's more people that's going to come to your post. But for me, this will be counted as a regular new post for me.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. I did not know this. So what's your recommendation if you have to choose between reposting just as a way to repost it or repost with the comments? I would do a regular
1: repost because you may have a post that may be going well for you and you don't want to start over so you can do a regular repost just don't share any thoughts just do a regular repost this keeps your post continuing to have the momentum it has and then at the same time this also helps someone else who actually needs a a reshare a repost so that other people could see what the post is because not everyone in their network is going to see your posts. So by
0: reposting, you're helping the person out and you're helping yourself out as well. Mm. Okay, so this is really important because the reposting, right, the reposting is also um, is also another way of doing something that is risk-free, <laughs> right? You're, you're, you're able to just pass that along. And there's not a lot of risk there, especially if you're not adding any of your own comments, but it is helping not only the other person, but you're piggybacking on their thought leadership. So Craig, I want to just first and foremost say you did so well, especially since this is your first, and I am so grateful that you came here. We're going to wrap this up now, and we're going to let you get back to the rest of your Friday. But the first, the, the thing I want to do just in these couple minutes left is talk about the post-it that you would suggest that people put on their desktop or nearby when they are getting onto LinkedIn. Let's just pretend it's, you know, 8.30 on a Wednesday morning and they are just need a gentle reminder as if you were on their shoulder. What would that say?
1: What would say on the post-it is, Help add value without expecting anything in return.
0: Hmm. Help add value without expecting anything in return. So just continue to pay it forward. That's exactly who you are. It's one of the reasons why I adore you so much. The second thing is what is your go-to resource whether it's a podcast whether it's content on linkedin or even a book that somebody who wants to delve into either comments or content what where do you go to cut your teeth
1: certainly i'll give three resources one from yasmin alek with his post. I would also go with Richard Vanderblom when it comes to understanding the algorithm. And last but not least, Austin Belsack when it comes to not only the job search and also his value-driven comment strategy. He is the OG of value-driven comments. I recommend you go to him. He has a lot of resources that can help you with your job search and also a commentator.
0: Awesome. We'll include those as well in the in the comments. And then the last question, which I always find to be my favorite. What is your walk-up song, Craig Davis? Oh, my walk-up
1: song? Well, the song would be Seven
0: Man Army. And why is that?
1: Because it's a ratty cry of hyping yourself up for the day, being ready for it. Seven Nation Army, it's just one of those basketball songs that one of those songs that you just need to have on your playlist when it comes to getting ready for the day, it just hypes you up and prepares you. So it's worth a listen.
0: I am totally going to be listening. Thank you so much for bearing with us today. Some of our tech snafus and being the king of comments and the king of service, because that's who you are. For those of us who have been listening please make sure that you check out craig in the show notes his linkedin uh, link to his profile will be there and also if you would love to comment on our podcast please write us a review we are over 101 after 38 episodes this thing is blowing up and we are so so grateful to and for you and i will say A lot of what is being shared in those comments on our reviews are absolutely stellar, gold, king and queen of generosity. So if you're looking for ideas, that's the place to go. For now, have a wonderful, wonderful remainder of the day. And also, I'll see you soon. Bye.
2: Thank you for joining today. We appreciate your listening ears. Big time. We ask this. Use these tools. Not tomorrow. Right now. And share them by spreading the love. Leaving us a rating and subscribe. So you don't miss the next career blast in a half. Most of all, thank you for you.